This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. Uh, apparently, Forbes, uh, the way this is written anyway, seems like uh, Forbes thinks this, this Obamacare repeal bill is fantastic. Well, it's, uh, I figured pulling the Forbes one would be interesting because most people don't like it. Um, repeal bill abolishes tax hikes, expands HSAs, creates new health insurance tax credit. These are the, this are the good Yay! parts. <laughs> and some of it is actually good. As I was trying to say in the radio show mm-hmm. today, like, if Obamacare is an F, I think this is like a D plus. Mm-hmm. Now, would you... Can't we do better than a D plus? First, yes. That's my first point. It's like, yeah, can't we just freaking... Can't I mean... we do better? Can we do better? I mean, I understand. Now, if you were in school, uh, Jeff, you, you, you'd be very familiar with this scenario. You're in school, and they've told you you're going to fail. You're, you're an F. You're an F student. Um, you're you're never going to get through this this school. Uh, you're not going to graduate. They've told you this, you know, a thousand, probably a thousand times. Now, if they were to say, four. "Hey, more, four, oh, four times, oh, four times." Okay, yeah, because each each grade. Um, so they said uh, they say to you, they say, "Hey, you got an F. Hey, but you know what? We're feeling okay. Why don't we give you a D plus? You prob- you probably I, take that, I, right? In a heartbeat, right? Now that if that's the scenario, you take that. However, if the argument is, "Hey," Jeffy, you've got an F. You get to write whatever grade you want in this box. What would you like? Uh, 18. <laughs> okay, not, eight, not 18, but A would be the... Uh, yes, absolutely. Maybe Come an on. A+. Plus. Of course you're writing an A. Yeah, maybe. They're giving you a shot. If you just don't want to... You know what? I don't feel right getting a full A+. Plus. My, I'll give myself an A-. minus. I'll give myself a B+. Plus. Yeah. A B. You don't give yourself a D plus in that scenario, and that's where we are, and this is why it's a problem. Um, you know, this is just a crap bill. Now, now let me give you, let's give you the good side first, though, right? Let's. If you, Trump loves it. Uh, a lot of people in, in, in the GOP establishment love it. This is what we kind of told you we thought would happen with Trump if we went down this road. And as Trump pointed out today, I don't know if you still have that tweet open, Jeffy, but, it, I mean, he mentioned this is an open negotiation point, uh, which is even more scary because that means some of the good things I'm about to tell you about might go away. Uh, but here's here are some of the good things. Nearly all the Obamacare taxes are repealed. Uh, it repeals a big one, the biggest one, a 3.8 percent um, Medicare payroll tax bracket um, and uh, also repeals the high medical bills tax, the medicine cabinet tax, flurry of tax increases on health savings accounts and flexible spending accounts, the medical device tax, which is a big one. Um, it really hurts innovation, medical device tax, series of uh, tax hikes on various health industries. 
One missing tax repeal is the economic substance doctrine. Um, But that may have to do with a bird rule limitation on reconciliation bills. I don't even know what that one is. Um, uh, The individual mandate and employer mandate are retroactively repealed. So if you uh, filed your taxes for 2016 already and you paid a a penalty, you'll be able to get that money back if you did not have health insurance. And you are no longer required to buy health insurance. Again, assuming this goes through it is signed in its current form. Um, which is a good one. I, you know, I've said many times that I think the most offensive part of, of, the, uh, of Obamacare, most offensive, is the individual mandate. Um, and that would, this would repeal the individual mandate. So that's a, that's a good step in the right direction. Um, uh, and you'll be able to go back to 2016 for that. The Cadillac pe- plan uh, tax, that actually can, is... Now, they're using this as, as a positive. They are deferring that tax till 2025. Now... So it means that they didn't get rid of the Cadillac tax, which was the easiest tax to get rid of. The easiest. And you might say to yourself, uh, that makes no freaking sense. Why would they do that? Um, and that's a good, that would be a really good argument, actually. Um, the, the issue is, uh, I think it's a strategy move by them, um, which is they think they can get that done at any time. Um, and it helps that they're scoring from the CBO when this thing gets scored, which is not scored yet, by the way. Um, so... What they say is we leave this tax in, which is if you don't remember the Cadillac tax, it's the tax on really good health care plans at like 40 percent. It's insane. It's insane. Uh, And so but I think they figure so many Democrats hate it, chief among them, the unions, that when it comes to 2025, they'll be able to get rid of this anyway. So uh, it will never actually take effect. And it makes it look like the plan pays for itself more. Mm -hmm. It's a total scam. Uh, but I think they think they can get rid of it. And here's uh, some of the five big problems with it. Um, it, retra- it retains the requirement that insurance has to cover people with pre-existing conditions. Mm-hmm. So that, that keeps the premiums high. Um, it creates a backdoor mandate. So while there's not a, a legal mandate where you have to report to the IRS and be fined, your insurance goes up if you ever drop coverage. Yeah, and it's a really weird, a really weird situation too. So, if uh, let's say uh, I lose my job and then I get a new job in a couple months, but in that interim, in a couple months, I don't have health insurance. When I go to get health insurance, they can charge me a thirty percent premium. Um, on that's that. madness. Now, first that's of all, madness. It's madness because it's essentially a way to enforce the fine or enforce the mandate. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also weird because shouldn't well, in a if you're free- out of work though you there's no way you can afford health. Well, it's insurance. only when you come back and get on the plan you get the actual fine. Right. So, but to avoid the fine, you would have to maintain your insurance. Oh, right. I see. Which what you're is saying. impossible when you're out of work. Right. It's always very difficult. The other part is, shouldn't healthcare? Mm. I mean, if it's a free market plan, shouldn't healthcare companies be able to charge any price they want? Isn't that what a free market is? Yes. So instead, they're allowed to charge a 30% surcharge on you if you drop your insurance. Okay, I don't know that that would really... I mean, because, you know, the argument was made, I think Philip Klein made it, he was on a radio show today, that if you're... Let's say you're 24 years old and you're out, and you're out of work for a couple of months, wouldn't you just not get insurance at all until you're sick? Yeah. Because, yes, you'd go back and have to pay a 30% uh, surcharge for a few months, but isn't that worth not paying anything for several months? I mean, mm-hmm. you would wind up saving money unless you got sick a month after you made this decision, basically. So there's some risk to it, but limited risk. The other part of it is, uh, you know, when you do this, why a 30% surcharge, 
is essentially a way to enforce the mandate without without saying it's a mandate. Mm-hmm. And of course, it was called a mandate in the initial bill, but the mandate technically was unconstitutional. The way the ruling was written by John Roberts was, hey, you can either have insurance or pay the fine and be legal. So you don't actually have, you're not mandated to buy insurance. You're only mandated to pay the fine if you don't buy it, Um, which I know is a weird line, but there wasn't, it's the same thing here. And the same thing goes into the subsidies. They're not subsidies anymore. They're tax credits. Well, I mean, you might say as a conservative who likes tax cuts, well, I don't mind tax credits. And I can understand there's some sense to that. Except that if you, let's say you pay $3,000 in taxes over a year, you're a, you're a Jeffy tax bracket, so you, you basically are paying nothing. You pay $3,000 for the entire year, and you get a $10,000 um, tax credit. Well, normally what you'd say is, well, I don't pay $10,000 in taxes, so I can only get a $3,000 tax credit. Not with the way they're doing this. They're going to go to you and say, okay, you get the $3,000 tax credit, so you pay no taxes at all, and we'll just give you $7,000 a check for $7,000 to go pay for uh, your health insurance, meaning that you essentially have a minus $7,000 tax burden for the year. Um, that's just a check. That's just a subsidy. That's just a way to pay people to do things that you want. And where does the money for that come from? Uh, comes from uh, this. The magic money tree? The magic money tree. Okay, good. Uh, magic money tree. As long as we're getting it from the magic money tree, I don't care. Gotta I don't get, care. It's got to be from the magic yeah, money tree. It has to. Um, it also creates individual health subsidies, as, as we're kind of outlining. Subsidies for it subsidizes Medicaid and it subsidizes high risk pools on the state level. So, I mean, there's one well, great thing after another. It's a, and, and the way thing. the way it's structured again is so <laughs> they give a bunch of cash to the states and say, you guys do what you want to do with it. Right. At the end of that, the states will have built programs in which they need to tax people to pay for. OK, so. The, the Republicans are saying, we'll give you the first few years of that cash. And at the end, you'll just have to figure it out for yourself. Well, what's going to happen at the end is that they're going to want, want it from the government. And it's going to become a huge campaign. We figured issue. it out. We want you to continue giving us money. Exactly. <laughs> and you know who's going to fold on it? The Republicans. They're folding on it when they're in power. What makes you think that when, it, God forbid, every time. everything goes poorly. Every time. Every time. Uh, without fail, during my lifetime... Every time mm-hmm. they've had a golden opportunity like this, they completely blow it yep. and turn it over to the Democrats or do something uh, liberal or, or wuss out on some great option that we have that they just don't have the balls to make happen for whatever reason. Why do Democrats always have the ability? They got the, one of the most unpopular bills in history passed. Mm-hmm. How? Because they just rammed it through. They rammed it through. That's how. They didn't they stop. They rammed it through. They didn't stop. They did exactly what Pelosi said they were going to do. They're going to pole vault. They're going to high jump. They're going to skydive. They're going to burn things down. They're going to do whatever it takes to make it happen. And they did. And Pat. And they did. And Pat. And Pat. To revisit for just a moment the, our last election. Mm-hmm. A lot of people said, hey, well, what's, you know, what are you guys, why are you guys making these decisions? Why, do you, why are you so against Donald Trump, for example, instead of Ted Cruz? Mm-hmm. And the reason was we made a pledge on the air, on the air, and said, I mean, this is part of it, but it's you know, what I remember most. We made a pledge on the air. I'm not going for another one of these freaking Republicans because every time we do it, this mm-hmm. happens. Mm-hmm. Unless there's real principle behind them, unless they're a real constitutionalist, no, I'm not going to suck it up and at the last minute vote for the guy because this will happen. And guys, this is happening. 
It's the exact reason we took all those stances during the campaign. Now, you might say a D plus is better than an F. I got it. And if you can make decisions that way. What about worse with Hillary? Yeah, that's not the point. You might be able to make decisions that way. I cannot make decisions that way anymore. I I refuse to choose between two heaps of crap. And uh, again, we have some things that are not heaps of crap out of Donald Trump, to be clear. Neil Gorsuch is not a heap of crap. There's been several things that he's done that have been good. But this is but a this, huge problem. It's a turd this burger. Is a, this is a turd burger, guys. There, I, I'm not mm-hmm. to say that, like, for example, they greatly is expanded. Is there some bread to eat yes. around the edges of the turd? Yes. Y- yes. And you might not get a bite of turd you're while right. you're biting the bread. I mean, you, so you might get a little <laughs> bit of that. But, I mean, again, like, I'll give you another. Uh, you but want a piece of bread? the smell is going to affect the bread. Yes. You want a piece right? of bread? Uh, the HSAs, uh, the health savings accounts, are greatly expanded. Woo! They should be. That's a I mean, good that's move. That's good, but that's it's not, not great. It's not going to change your life. Uh-uh. Um, but it is good. And that's the thing. You'll get a lot of these pitches from Republicans <sighs> over the next, and I'm sure you'll get it from many media sources today, uh, that all, they will point out everything we just gave you as far as the positive list. And there are some things. I'm not going to deny that. But when you have the presidency, you have the Senate, and you have the House, and you give this lump of crap as a starting negotiating position, it's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, that but is embarrassing. Don't worry about it. Uh, you know, as our president has said, don't worry about getting rid of those state lines either. Oh, yeah, he'll do that later. They'll, we're do, gonna, they'll take we're care of that. We're going to promote competition. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. We'll be yeah. in phase two and three. Phase of the two and phase rollout. three. And, and i got to say, that's, yeah. a, that's such an yeah. easy one and so weird for them not to do. He also... Uh, I want to be clear. He also tweeted uh, earlier today uh, that he's working on a new system where there will be competition in the drug industry. Pricing for the American people will come way down. Uh huh. Yeah. Good. I mean, thank that's you. Good. I mean, that'd be great if it's true, but I know it's not. <laughs> I know it's not. Yeah, this is. I mean, how many what times cost does this me twelve hundred and sixty-five dollars a month today will cost me more than that under his new plan. How many times do you have to get kicked in the nuts oh, God, before you say I don't, don't want to get kicked in the nuts anymore? I honestly don't know. <laughs> I just don't like getting kicked in the nuts. At least one more. At least one more time. At least for a few more years, and then we oh. can all. And and by the way, if you don't care about these policies and i know some people out there probably don't you know you, you look it's a little bit of a be- it's a little bit better it's better than the other side mm. i don't care let me give you a part where you should care the way that this is structured medicare or medicaid uh, a bunch of money goes to medicaid uh for the in, in obamacare and that was one of the, the main reason anyone's covered under obamacare essentially is a medicaid expansion a giant government program where the uh, U.S. government gives 90% of the cost for Obamacare people, healthy people, they give 90% to the states so that they can pay the Medicaid bills. Okay, that's the way it's currently set up. The Republican bill lowers that to 50%. So now we're only paying 50% of the people who are healthy's bills. Is, is 50% better than 90% in this scenario? Sure. sure it is. Is it the right thing? No. However, this money expires on January 1st, 2020. So if you love Donald Trump and you want him to get reelected, you're going to get a bunch of people getting the money sucked out of their uh, lives. And all of a sudden they're going to have to pay for things that they didn't have to pay for before. For some reason, they delay it to the presidential election year for it to kick in where it's going to become a huge story. It's going to be a giant push for more single payer health care and very well could could wind up resulting in a liberal coming in heroically riding to the rescue and coming up with single payer to solve this problem. At the very least, Donald Trump will be blamed for it. 100%. And it will, I mean, look, maybe you think it's not going to matter, 
maybe think he, everything's going to be so great, it's not going to uh, be an issue. But I can promise you that the media is going to go and find every person who used to have Medicaid funded through the states that no longer gets that money, and they're going to trot, they're going to be on every stage during that campaign. Now, maybe Trump, he, look, he's, he's a resilient guy. He's been able to get through a lot of attacks. Maybe he can deal with that. But why structure it that way? You know, the Democrats, again, this is another example of it. The Democrats know that if they had that expire in 2022, everyone would say, oh, you're waiting till after the election. That's pathetic. And you know what they'd do? They'd make it expire in 2022. Mm-hmm. They just say there, you know what? I don't care. So what you think that? And uh, they'd get away with it. Here, for some reason... Uh, they have it expiring at the at the beginning of the presidential election. That's going to be a real hard thing for, for anyone to overcome. But maybe Trump can do it. Yeah, but Trump does solve that problem. That's a really good point. Yeah, yes, it does. We haven't made that point for a few days. No, we yeah. have not. Yeah, but Trump. Yes, this is a turn burger. You are correct. Yeah, but Trump. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. one 800 913 